You're listening to Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. Together, we're going to explore divination and help you start your own journey with tarot. I'll discuss my tarot journey and offer ways to use tarot for healing, self-development, and personal growth. So let's get started. Hi, listeners. Welcome to episode 27 of Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. In this episode, I will discuss which tarot and oracle decks pair well together now that we've tackled layering these divinatory systems in episode 26. I will be discussing what types of readings and questions I use these pairs with the most, and we will also cover deck interview spreads to help you get to know each of your decks so that you can get the most out of your deck collection. I love pairing tarot and oracle decks. Most of the time, I add oracle cards to my tarot readings, and when I create spreads, I often have questions in mind where I will pull an oracle card or two to give me more information about the situation. Decks give off a certain energy through the style of their artwork, the themes they work with, and the messages they convey. If you don't know how to categorize the energy of your decks, you can throw a deck interview spread to help you determine what's the best use of this deck. I find that it is important to know if a deck is geared toward healing, teaching, deep inner work, shadow work, relationships, career advice, or life purpose. There are so many uses a deck can have. Learn to tap into the voice of your deck so you can best utilize it in your divinatory work. I will share my own version of a deck interview spread at the end of the episode. Now turning to the main topic of this episode. There are several ways you can pair tarot and oracle decks. I'll be walking you through several here and giving examples of those pairings from my personal practice with layered reading. When you start to think about deck pairings, there are several categories to work within, like matching deck energies, themes, artwork, or purpose. I find that my deck pairings can even change based on the season or type of reading I'm working on. The easiest category for us to start with is blending decks created by the same creators or artists. Often decks made by the same creator mix perfectly due to a similar style and aesthetic. I have several decks by the artist Anna Turian, and it's so wonderful to create beautiful spreads for her tarot and oracle decks that pair together so nicely. It makes for a fluid energetic flow and interpretation of the cards. I often call these sister decks because it feels like the artist is tapping into the same creative flow for their inspiration. For example, I pair her Oracle of Echoes deck with the Bone Stone and Earth Flesh Tarot that Anna created with Avalon Cameron. The artwork and colors match beautifully and feel like they were made at the same time for the purpose of being read together. These two decks hold a lot of crone energy for me, so I use this pairing for most of my ancestral and crone work. Runes pair nicely with this combination. I find runes are helpful for anchoring ancestral work as well. It's total magic when you get decks that can work this easily with each other. All of the Wild Unknown decks, the Tarot, the Animal Spirit, and the Archetype deck, have matching styles and energies due to the artwork and cohesive vision Chris Kranz had while creating each of these decks. I love combining all three decks 
for an amazingly accurate and deep reading. These are some of my favorite decks to pair together, especially for ancestral work, shadow work, and to pair with runes. There's something about this artwork in the Wild Unknown trilogy that pulls messages out of me that other decks don't trigger. The archetypes in Chris Cran's archetype deck are phenomenal, and they pull out the depth from the archetypes in the Major Arcana in the Tarot. This is a great combo for deep psychological work as well, due to the archetypal element provided by both the Tarot and the archetype deck. The combination of the Wild Unknown trilogy gives me the clearest messages due to the seamlessness between the three decks. If you haven't done so, try pairing decks from the same artist if the artwork and colors seem to match. Chris Ann Donnelly's Lightseer's Tarot and the Sacred Creator's Oracle pair perfectly together for me. The vibrant colors pop and make some of the best photos of layered tarot and oracle readings that I've done. I always recommend these two decks to artists because of their striking colors and the use of light. This is my personal combination that I use for myself. So these are the decks that I resonate the most with artistically and energetically. And they speak to me in a way that always deepens my personal growth and healing journey. I use this deck combination for inspiration and advice on how to build my business and start creative projects. And if I ever run into blocks regarding my creative projects, this is the deck pairing I turn to for insight into those blocks and for inspiration and advice on how to bust through those obstacles. Another great example of deck pairs by the same artist and creator is the Everyday Witch Tarot and the Everyday Witch Oracle by Deborah Blake with the artwork by Elizabeth Alba. These blend so naturally. Perfect pairing here in my opinion. This deck combination is one that I would recommend for young readers. So it's great for teens, beginners to tarot, and anyone drawn to witch-themed decks. I adore this pairing and pull these two decks out every September and use them all through the autumn months. One of my favorite pairings by the same creator and artist is the Way Home Tarot and Postcards from the Liminal Space by Bakara Whitner and Autumn Whitehurst as the artist. The color palettes of these two decks aren't similar at all, as the Way Home Tarot is colorful and modern, while Postcards from the Liminal Space is very minimal as a black and white deck. But I almost always read with this combination because the messages that come through are so cohesive. That's credit to the energy of Autumn's artistic expression and Bakara's wisdom that come through loud and clear when they're read together. Luckily, I bought these two decks together and started reading with them in a combined fashion from the get-go. I've included photos of all these combinations on my blog on my website so you can see for yourself how well they blend together. A common method that readers use is to pair decks with similar energies to help with cohesive and fluid interpretations. When you find the perfect energetic pairings, the cards play off each other easily and spark inspiration for intuitive messages to come through for much deeper readings. An example of a combination for matched energies that you might not have thought of would be the Green Witch Tarot, Earth Magic Oracle, and the Mystical Shaman Oracle. These are great for elemental readings due to their earthy tones and use of naturalistic scenes and imagery. 
I was surprised how well these decks read together, but the energy really is aligned quite beautifully. When looking at matching decks based on energy, you can easily pair together decks that hold a gentle, comforting energy or that use soothing, gentle colors or themes to convey that calming energy. Here I use the pastel-colored Monstero, the gentle wisdom of the Oracle, with the soft pastel colors of the magical spell cards, the beautiful Pythia Botanical Oracle, and Colette Baron Reed's Spirit Animal Deck. You can even add the Gaia Oracle, which also has dreamy images and comforting colors. These are great decks for beginners and young readers, meaning children and teens. When working with kids, you can add the simple and fun Fool's Wisdom Oracle, which is based on the Fool Tarot card using a play on the card titles like the Stress Fool with the Advice to Breathe or the Forget Fool advising to let it go. This is a gentle and cute oracle that would be great for kids. The Lightseer's Tarot and the Sacred Creator's Oracle combo fits this energy matching category as well. Not only are they by the same artist, but they carry very similar energy. So many deck combinations from the pairing list above would also fit this category as well. Another way to combine decks is to pair decks visually. So combining decks that have similar aesthetics, color palettes, and similar artistic mediums. I often pair vibrantly colored decks together and muted decks with other decks that use less color. These give me completely different energies and readings. I will combine decks that use sketchwork together versus pairs that use watercolor. I find this helps to keep the messages clear and fluid. Often I try to match energy and aesthetics for spreads that I will be posting online and in blogs because they can make for some gorgeous photos. You can even combine decks related to certain times of year, holidays, and seasons. Some of my favorite decks to pair together in the autumn months are decks that are darker and either witchy-themed or have Halloween themes. My favorite magical and autumn deck combos include the Dark Mansion Tarot, the Magic Medium's Oracle, Oracle of Shadows and Light, Seasons of the Witch, the Solwyn Oracle, the Raven's Prophecy, and the Halloween Oracle. I start pulling these decks out in late August or early September and use them through November. Autumn is my favorite season to work with the tarot for obvious reasons. For Halloween or Samhain Night, the Dark Mansion Tarot with the Halloween Oracle and the Oracle of Shadows and Light is the perfect combo for our magical reading. It sets the mystical mood perfectly. If you want a combo that's extra witchy in autumn, you can combine the Everyday Witch Tarot and the Everyday Witch Oracle with the Earthly Souls and Spirits Oracle by Terry Foss and even add in the Green Witch Tarot. Major witch vibes. For crone-specific energy, I combine the Bone Stone and Earthflesh Tarot, the Magic and Mediums Oracle, and the Seasons of the Witch Samhain Oracle and add in a few runes for extra wisdom. This witchy grouping packs a more powerful punch. So you have a few different combination methods here for autumn and the witchy months. I usually pull a daily card from the Halloween Oracle every day of October just to stay in that Halloween energy as long as I can. For winter, I would pair my winter weight tarot 
with a deck that I haven't got yet because it hasn't been released. And that's the Season of the Witch Yule Oracle. This oracle looks perfect to pair with my winter weight with all of the cold, snowy outdoor scenes. It's set to come out in late September 2021 as of right now. I can't wait to add that one to my collection for more winter spreads. The Light Visions Tarot is a great winter deck too, with its dark imagery, and I use the Game of Thrones Tarot and the Wild Unknown Tarot and Animal Spirit deck for most of the winter months, so it will be nice to have a winter-based oracle to pair with these decks. You can combine decks which address the same genre or themes. I have a large portion of healing decks that I often mix and match, and these can address different areas of healing, from chakra work to crystals to self-care techniques. So keep in mind the type of reading or healing you want to achieve when eyeing which decks to combine. For chakra healing, I pair the Wisdom Chakra Tarot and the Chakra Reading Cards with the Crystal Spirits deck. These are powerful healing spreads and help to identify crystals and chakras to work with for healing. I covered this crystal pairing in depth in episode 22 if you need a refresher on chakra decks, pairings, and spreads for chakra work. For deep healing readings with powerful messages and homework assignments, I use the Bonestone at Earth Flesh Tarot, the Heal Yourself Reading Cards, and the Sacred Rebels Oracle by Alana Fairchild. These decks plunge you deep into your inner self and evoke all kind of emotions that need to be processed. For specific techniques to implement for this healing, add one or more of the following decks to this combination. The Self-Care Cards, the Power of Surrender Cards, and the Gaia Oracle. They will give you added steps to work on, along with the healing exercises provided in the Heal Yourself Reading Guidebook and the lengthy Sacred Rebels Oracle Book that offers healing exercises and specific healing invocations to read aloud. There are also deck combinations for certain groups of people. For instance, being a lightworker myself, I have many lightworker decks, and they happen to all go well together and create gorgeous, insightful, and healing spreads. My lightworker deck combination always includes the Lightseer's Tarot, the Work Your Light Oracle, the Starseed Oracle, the Lightworker Oracle, and the Soul Journey cards. All of these decks have similar colors of vibrant pinks, purples, and blues, cosmic imagery, and the messages and themes of these decks match perfectly. I tend to create large spreads with these decks for life purpose or Lightworker Path spreads. Check these photos out on the blog because these spreads are stunning. You can also add in the Sacred Rebels Oracle and the Sacred Creators Oracle to this combination. All of these decks offer guidance for lightworkers to help lift their vibration, to stay aligned on their life path, and to anchor them to the purpose of their lightwork. These spreads can offer immense support, encouragement, and comfort to those going through an awakening and struggling during their dark night of the soul. Personally, some of these are my favorite readings to do because my lightwork purpose includes helping to guide and support other lightworkers. That's why my favorite decks are included in this lightworker combo pairing. After a quick break, I will continue discussing decks that pair well together. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm excited to announce the launch of my second spread ebook. It's called Healing Through Tarot, Healing and Mental Health Spreads, Volume 1. This ebook contains 15 custom spreads centered around healing and mental health. Volume 1 contains a spread for family healing, wound healing, as well as self-care, blind spots, empowerment, how to step into your full potential, a way back to yourself spread, and much more. You can find this spread ebook on my website, healingthroughterror.com for $12.99. A list of all 15 spreads is included on my website. You can use Oracle or Tarot cards with these spreads. This ebook is designed to help take you through the healing work needed to heal old wounds and step into brand new energy of empowerment. Together, we can heal through tarot. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now let's get back to our deck pairings. I love vibrantly colored decks and artistic decks, but there is something so striking about minimal decks that are monochromatic. I don't have many, but when I use them in combinations with other subtle decks, the messages seem to be crystal clear. Some of my favorite muted or darker decks would be the Light Visions Tarot, which is a dark purple and cream, the Tarot of the Abyss in black and cream, the black and white postcards from the liminal space, and the Magic and Mediums Oracle, which is primarily golden brown with the minimal use of blush rose in a few cards. All of these decks work so well together because there's a lot of empty space where the messages have room to form. So this blank space offers you a chance to fill the void with what you need to hear from your subconscious at that moment. This is one of the reasons I have so many decks and change them out seasonally, because it offers me a variety in my reading methods and process. During the darker months of the year, when I want to go inward for self-reflection and deeper inner work, I want the decks that use the darker colors and offer this empty space that gives me room to let my stream of consciousness flow, pulling up messages from the depths of my subconscious. These decks aren't too cluttered or distracting like some of the vibrantly colored artistic decks that I love, but there is a time and place for all of these types of decks. Certainly decks full of imagery can be great for stimulating ideas and to use for symbolic meanings based on what catches your eye in the image. But when you want to pull deeper from inside yourself, give the minimal decks a try and see what bubbles to the surface with the use of that empty space. I use these minimal black and white decks like the Light Visions Tarot and the Tarot of the Abyss for moon readings, moon rituals, deep personal healing, and shadow work. When I want to go deep within, 
These decks are the ones that work best for me. These tarot decks pair well with the Moonology Oracle for extra moon energy. You can also add the Black Moon Astrology cards for more astrological guidance or numerology guidance cards for an extra layer to these new and full moon spreads. Working with the darker colored decks for moon readings helps me to draw on the energy of the night and pinpoint what needs to be illuminated in the darkness by the light of the moon. One of my favorite new minimal combinations is the Terra of the Abyss and the Magic and Mediums Oracle. The use of white empty space and muted colors here really opens me up to intuitive hits with this pair. I'm currently in love with this deck pairing. I love to pair two tarot decks together for relationship readings, especially for soulmates and twin flames. I typically use my two James Eads decks, the Prisma Visions and the Light Visions Tarot. They are perfect when reading for a couple because I will pull a card for each partner for each prompt, and the reading becomes a mirror image so I can easily distinguish between each individual and the partners in the union. These two decks are perfect for mirrored readings because they're the same images, but the Prisma Visions Tarot is brightly colored and the Light Visions Tarot is a dark purple and cream, so the total spread looks like a photo and it's negative. This pops so well visually, allowing me to read the couple perfectly. I've included a photo of this relationship spread on the blog that goes with this episode to illustrate this point well. I use a full tarot deck for each partner because I want the full range of the 78 cards to pull from for each. And this allows for repeating cards, which is very telling when it happens in a reading. So you can even pair tarot decks. It doesn't always have to be a tarot and oracle pairing. The pairing doesn't even have to be for a couple. You can do this for any type of relationship that you want to explore side by side, such as siblings, parent and child, or even boss and employee. You can even use this mirror method for choice questions and lay out the spread on one side to show what the outcome would be for choice A and do the same with another deck for choice B. This allows you to identify which option seems to be the best path for you to take at the crossroads. When pairing decks, you can also just pair oracle decks together. For divine feminine readings, I use the women's bodies, women's wisdom cards, the divine feminine oracle, self-care cards, and the goddess guidance cards. All of these oracle decks have strong feminine vibes and a focus on self-care. If you wanted to add a tarot deck here, the Dame Darcy Mermaid Tarot would work really well with these colors and themes. For Divine Masculine Readings, you could pair these oracles. The Mystical Shaman Oracle, Earth Magic Oracle, Wisdom of the Hidden Realms, Postcards from the Liminal Space, the Wild Unknown Spirit Animal and Archetype Deck, and the Dragon Oracle. If you wanted to add a tarot deck here, I'd suggest using the Wild Unknown Tarot, or the Game of Thrones tarot. If you find there's a deck that you're having trouble bonding with, try combining it with a few other decks from your collection that have a similar energy or aesthetic and see if that changes how it feels. I've recommended this combining technique to so many people, especially with the Work Your Light Oracle. I recommend combining the Work Your Light Oracle and the Starseed Oracle because they have the same energy and are by the same artist and creator. 
I've had so many people tell me that they had trouble connecting with the Work Your Light Oracle alone, and that this pairing changed the whole dynamic for their readings. Sometimes it just takes a little tweak to shift all of the pieces into place. I find when combining decks that some decks just come alive and show me what they have to offer when they're paired with another deck. And I could have easily missed out on that magic if I hadn't tried to mix and match. So try this before rehoming a deck you haven't resonated with. If you have decks that you need to bond with more before you get a good read on how they'll pair with other decks, I suggest using a deck interview spread. This is a popular technique to use when you first work with a new deck. I created a nine-card deck interview spread that I'll be sharing with you now. Card one. What can you tell me about yourself? Card two. What's your core essence? Card three. Where do you shine? This is asking for the deck's strength. Card four. How can I get to know you better? Card five. What have you come to teach me? Card six. What can we achieve together? Card seven. Limitations I need to be aware of. So we're looking for the deck's weakness here. Card eight. Area where we will achieve the most growth. And the last card, card nine, our potential together. Now I'm going to walk you through an example of a deck interview spread using my newest tarot deck, the Tarot of the Abyss by Anna Turian. I pulled the Nine of Pentacles for what can you tell me about yourself? This tells me that the Tarot of the Abyss is a confident reader, accomplished, goal-oriented, and self-reliant. I like to hear this because who doesn't want a deck that you can rely on? I should have confidence in my card pulls with this deck. The Eight of Swords came up for the deck's core essence. I will admit that this card threw me for a loop at first. But after reading Anna's description in the guidebook, I think this deck is telling me that they are not as they appear. In the book, she explains her use of a top-down vantage point of the woman's situation. She drew it this way to offer us an objective view from up above to show us that this image is not as dire as it looks. The woman in the card can just walk around the swords lying on the ground. She's not in danger the way she thinks she is. So this deck can offer a way out of self-limiting beliefs, a change in perspective, and an opportunity to break through perceived restraints. For strengths, this deck says it shines like the Page of Cups, which is pure of heart, with an inner child's energy, and offers a fresh pair of eyes. I connect this card with being an empath, and this tells me I'll be able to connect with emotions, creativity, and artistic inspiration, creation, and skills, as well as my intuitive abilities. When I asked how I could get to know this deck better, I pulled the Page of Swords. This is telling me to stay curious in my search for truth, knowledge, and wisdom. I will have to rely on my wits and mental acuity because this deck will keep me on my toes. So I better be sharp. I will need to ask good questions and be willing to dive into the depths to piece all of the insights together that this deck can offer me. 
Luckily, I'm up for this challenge. And this reminds me of the Eight of Swords card we pulled for the core essence of the deck. So again, it's telling me that I will have to bend my view to see what truly lies underneath. With this card pull, this deck is now starting to intrigue me because it's saying I will have to put in the work with this one, which I actually like. I pulled the Ace of Wands for what this deck has come into my life to teach me. So here we have inspiration, fresh ideas, creativity, enthusiasm, and renewed energy. The phoenix in the image really speaks to me because that's my favorite mythical creature. So my fire will be reignited and I will be reborn and stronger for my work with this deck. When I asked what we can achieve together, I got the Knight of Pentacles. So we will have slow, steady progress. It will be a hardworking relationship where we will meticulously solve the questions we tackle together. Having a Capricorn stellium, the Knight of Pentacles represents me in many ways. So a deck that can match my meticulous, studious nature actually sounds like a good fit. This also tells me we will accomplish whatever goals we tackle. This reminds me of the Nine of Pentacles on that first card pull when it told me that it was a goal-oriented deck that was accomplished and reliable. Everything is aligning in this spread so far, so that's good. For deck limitations, I pulled the King of Cups. Here, I think it's saying that it may not be an overly emotional, comforting, hold-your-hand type of deck, which may be a good thing. I plan to use this deck as a shadow work deck, so this makes sense that it may serve the purpose to be more confronting than comforting. For the area where we will have the most growth, I pulled the Wheel of Fortune card. I see this as leveling up energy, so it will help me navigate cycle changes on my life path. It will help guide me through ending karmic cycles that are no longer serving me and help me usher in new life cycles, which can always be tricky to navigate. Those are the time where you need extra guidance and support when the wheel turns and your fortune can flip. For the last card, what is our potential together? I pulled the Ace of Pentacles. The tree with the really long, deep roots in this card image shows me that we will dig deep under the surface and grow strong roots that set the groundwork for a strong foundation. Our work together will help me ground myself and branch out into the areas of health, wealth, and work. So now going back and analyzing the whole spread, I see that we pulled two aces and two pages. And that's interesting because that shows a lot of new, fresh energy, messages, and ushering in new cycles, especially with that Wheel of Fortune card. I see that we have three cards from the Pinnacle suit, two swords, two cups, and one wand. So we have all of the elements here, and we have one major arcana card, which is the Wheel of Fortune, and that's a very positive card. I have one king, one knight, and two pages, but no queens. So again, this tells me that it may not be a very nurturing deck because there's no queens here. Overall, I have to say that this was a very detailed and surprising deck interview. I got more out of this spread than I usually do. This excites me because this deck has a lot to offer in the way of new perspectives, inspiration, support during cycle changes, and shadow work. Try this spread with your decks to see what your deck has to offer you and see if you find any surprising insights about the decks in your collection. If you want to throw this spread for yourself, you can find this spread on my blog, on my website, healingthroughterror.com, 
and I have a graphic of this spread on my Healing Through Tarot accounts on Pinterest and Instagram. I would love to see the photo of your deck interview spreads, so please tag me on Instagram at Healing Through Tarot, and please use the hashtag Healing Through Tarot Deck Interview Spread. And I recently joined TikTok, so I would love to connect with you there. I'm at Healing Through Tarot there as well, and remember, through is spelled T-H-R-U. There is a link for the decks discussed in this episode, in the show notes, and on my blog on my website. I encourage you to check out the blog for this episode because there are a lot of photos of the spreads using the different deck combinations and the visuals really help to tell the story of how these combinations blend together. In the next episode, I will discuss stalker cards and vague or confusing messages in spreads and how to get clarification on those messages. So join me next time. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found this information valuable, consider subscribing to the show so you never miss an episode. And please rate and review this podcast and tell fellow card readers about the show. You can find more tarot tips on my blog on HealingThroughTarot.com and on my Pinterest and Instagram page, both under Healing Through Tarot. That's through, spelled T-H-R-U. See you next time, card slingers.